This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Hi, everybody. This is your cousin, Brucey, and you are listening to TV Confidential. And now, not confidential, here's Cousin It. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. As always, happy to welcome back our friend Allison Arngram. Allison Arngram, the award-winning actress known around the world as Nellie Olson on Little House on the Prairie. Allison is getting ready to direct Rich Little in a virtual comedy performance that will stream live next week as this program airs. We will ask her about that. Allison also recently returned from a production shoot in Utah for a movie that she is appearing in, and I believe she is also producing. We'll clarify that in just a second. Plus, Allison continues to reach about 40,000 Little House fans every day around the world through her live readings of the Laura Ingalls Wilder books on Facebook. Allison Arngram, welcome back to our program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. As best as I can tell, this virtual concert uh, that uh, you're directing Rich Little for, as, as best as I can tell, this is your first effort as a director. Is that true, or did, it, did I miss a few productions? No, no, absolutely. I mean, I put together comedy shows back when um, I was volunteering for AIDS Project Los Angeles. Every year they would have the summer party at Universal Studios with a disco and a silent auction and casino and all that. And I produced the comedy stage, and we'd have a whole show, and I made sure we had sound and lighting and makeup and hair, and it was a real theater, and we had Margaret Cho and Leah Delaria and Tig Notaro and Wendy Liebman, and all these fabulous people. So uh, I'd done that kind of thing. But what happened was is when everything shut down in March, and I was booked through October. I mean, I'm supposed to be in France right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, everything shut down. So I said, my husband even said, don't worry, you'll think of something. I said, okay, well, I better. And initially I started reading the Little House books online on Facebook for, for fun. I thought, well, I should go back and read the Little House books. And that took off. And my stand-up show in New York had been canceled. But then I got a call from the bookers, and they said, well, you know, we're looking at this platform, stageit.com. A lot of performers are using it. We want to put our cabaret people on that. Do you want to do a live pay-per-view comedy show? You, you do it in your living room, but it goes out and people can buy tickets and watch it from their living room. Well, I did, and I did um, Confessions of a Prairie Terror, and it was great. So I get this call from my publicist, and, well, Rich Little wants to talk to you. And his team, they called because they said, Rich was doing four nights a week at the Tropicana. He was working full-time. Now he's just in the house going squirrely. He heard that Allison did a show. And watched, how did she do it? So next thing I know, I'm on the phone with Rich Little's tech team. I'm on the phone with Rich Little. And uh, said, yes, it's totally doable. And his tech team's really good. But we were talking because it's so weird. You have no audience. So yeah, on the 15th, it's now going to be Rich Little's virtually speaking, which is the first time ever that Rich Little is appearing on the Internet. And it's just amazing. He's incorporating the drawings and the sketches he does with the impressions and the stories. It's a whole new thing. But 
as I was talking to him, I said, well, remember those gigs we used to do back in the day where you do a TV show like Don Kirshner's Rock Concert and there was no audience? Yeah. And they just put in the laugh track later. It's like that job again. <laughs> he said, oh, I know that one. And you got to do it in your living room. And he'll have a couple people of his team. I'll be there. So we'll have like four or five people to laugh in the right places. Mm -hmm. But it's a very strange thing for a performer to do. And that's why he said, you know, no, I want you to come in on this because you've done it. You've now done it several times and made it work. I haven't done this before. you got to come and, like, talk me through this. And it can be done. It's kind of a throwback to, like, the old studio days, but yeah. it's totally doable. Uh, Allison is getting ready to direct Rich Little in Rich Little Virtually Speaking, which will stream live Thursday, October 15th, beginning at 8.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific Time, Thursday, October 15th. Stageit.com, stageit.com. Rich, I understand, will perform about 20, roughly 20 of his most famous impressions from the golden age of Hollywood, plus baby boomer favorites such as William Devane. He broke out as William Devane when he talked to us last week. It's very, very <laughs> funny. Uh, the evening will also feature musical interludes by Dan Ellis and set design camera and sound by Densi Freery. Tickets for Rich Little, virtually speaking, are $15, which is a steal considering how much you would pay if you were paying to see it at the Tropicana. So $15 for a night of entertainment. Stageit.com, stageit.com. Rich Little, virtually speaking, directed by our friend Allison Arngram. So you gave us a little idea of how you'll probably work with Rich on Thursday the 15th. And I, I imagine, Allison, you're drawing on much of what your director's did when they worked for you uh, for the uh, virtual performances that you gave earlier this year? Well, I had no director for my virtual performance. I was just like I said, this is the wild, wild west now with the internet, all the stuff we're doing. I was able to track down a performer, a drag queen, who had just done a show on stage, and I said, I'm in the dark here. I can't find it. He goes, I finally got the phone number of someone who'd done it. And I was like, what in the heck am I doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, here's what you do, and you do, and you do this. I'd like, how do I do sound effects? And, you know, and it, people are creating stuff, because stage it was being used a lot by bands, and so someone would have a CD coming out and say, well, here, I'm going to preview a song and play it acoustically in their living room. And now, with the pandemic, all these performers, huge rock bands, performers, stand-up comedians, everyone, are doing stuff on stage and adapting it to their thing. So we're, we're totally in a new world, and um, it's really weird, and a lot of it is similar like to the old days to doing um shows and plays on radio yeah. where you may not have an audience couldn't hear them or like i said the, the old tv gigs where well we're putting in a laugh track later we have no studio audience we're now thrown back into that world so but what's amazing too is like okay yeah for 15 dollars rich little you don't have to drive to vegas you don't have to go to tropicana you don't have a two drink minimum you don't even need you're saving on gas you yeah. don't have to get dressed up you can be in your sweats and make your own snacks and with rich little in your living room so it's a crazy thing. Well, what I've discovered with my shows, because now I've been doing these shows online, and the readings, and, and I've been doing a bunch of stuff online with uh, also doing Cameo and Coach the World. Some of my fans said, you know, I was going to come to, say, the Missouri Cherry Blossom Festival mm -hmm. was going to appear. But, you know, I, I wasn't in town that weekend. I couldn't get a ride. I missed your show in New York. Now I can catch it. And I'm getting this whole group of people who couldn't make it to shows who are now watching my stuff. So I'm getting a whole new audience. I'm building a whole new fan base. And Rich is going to be able to access a whole population of people who might not have been able to get to a show. And think of all the really the young people, this whole new generation of people who are accustomed to watching things on the Internet and seeing shows on the Internet 
who've not even seen Rich Little's work until now. Per- so it's really kind of a whole revolutionary thing. We're, we're very pleased. Yeah, proof positive that there can be some good coming out of a bad situation such as a pandemic. So well, uh, we've been using the internet to a lot of us artists to, to like reach out to people because people are stuck at home. Some mm-hmm. people are absolutely quarantined. Uh, people have lost their jobs. People are very unhappy. It's a terrifying situation. People have had friends and loved ones go to the hospital. It'd be it's had people die. And it, it's a mess. And to have their favorite performers, the people they loved when they were young, people from Little House on the Prairie, people like Rex Little, Suddenly there on the screen in their homes talking to them. It's going to be okay. I mean, you know, Karen Grassley, who is Ma on Little House, she's doing story time. She's reading children's stories like once a week. She's on YouTube. I'm reading the Little House in the Prairie books every day at 1.30. And the number of people have told me, you know, I didn't know we needed Alison Arngram wearing a bonnet reading Little House. Apparently <laughs> we did. And they said, this is the most relaxing hour of my day. For this hour, I'm not thinking about all this. And... I'm able to reach out to my fans, and I've also been, you know, calling friends, going, I can't tell people, you know, wash your hands, wear your mask, be careful, and call your friends. Make sure your friends are okay. Are they sick? Are they okay? Um, have they lost their job? Do they need anything? I've been, you know, taking food and supplies. Some people are like, I can't get out. Can you bring me? Th-? I found out where to get the good sanitary wipes. I'll bring them to you. Uh, I have a friend. He, he was going to the laundry. His doctors told him he can't leave the house. I'm doing his laundry. There's little things we can do for our friends and check in with them. The sound of a human voice. And many people are using now the Internet to connect. When, when I do the Little House readings, it's like a book club. There's mm-hmm. all these fans. They're all talking to each other now as well as watching me. And some of them have made lifelong friends. So crazily, the Internet, which can separate us so and make us feel isolated, alone, in the dark with a screen, and this terrible disease that is separating people, we're coming together in this weird way and reaching out to each other using all these entertainment tools on the internet so it, it can be made to it can be a force used for good and and that's what people like me and rich are trying to do allison arngram continues to reach about forty thousand little house fans around the world every day through her live readings of the laura ingles wilder books on her facebook page facebook.com forward slash allison.arngram probably the only book club in the world where people wear bonnets every day to to listen to their favorite laura wilder stories allison also getting ready to to direct rich little in rich little virtually speaking streaming live Thursday, October 15th, beginning at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. For tickets and more information, stageit.com, stageit.com. And, of course, you can follow Allison Arngram, allisonarngram.com. So, now, before this opportunity with Stageit came along, did, did the idea of directing ever come to you? Because, you know, some actors say, I always want to direct. Was that the case uh, with you? Uh, right. You know, I've never been one of those who want to direct. I've always wanted to produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and, and I have produced, and that's the thing. In fact, the film I just did, I have a production credit because I got so involved Woo-hoo! with the producers and the stuff they were doing. Um, I also I think I'm getting wardrobe credit. I provided my own clothes. <laughs> I, I had more fabulous outfits. The character is this evil, manipulative, terrible band manager, and she dresses fabulously. And I've got, I think I have that outfit. And so, um, but yeah, I've always wanted to produce, but in this case, like I said, it's, it's this thing for the performer. Rich has an amazing tech team. You mentioned uh, uh, Densi, really, really high-tech people, and they said, oh, we've got it. We can get them online. But when I talked to him, he's like, so there's nobody there. You're talking just to the camera, just to the computer. Okay. And I said, yeah, and you're all, and it's a short show. You know, yeah. Normally, you do a one-person show. You're looking at an hour and a half. You're trying to stretch 
or you do a festival, they'll say, well, okay, 75 minutes. But in the stage at dot-com thing, they want you to do a half an hour. You can maybe, you know, you can go to 40 minutes, but it's, it's more like a half hour, like doing a tight set at the club where you've got to do a hot 20 minutes. So it's kind of a throwback to stuff we used to do. And it's weird for, for comedians and performers who've been told, longer, longer, we need these long one-person shows. When it's a Zoom call, when it's, you know, be live or, you know, live stream and all these different um, uh, stream yard formats, People can only stare at the thing so long without breaks. And he's got musical interludes yeah. and everything. But when you make it a hot half hour, it's really compelling. And people can tune in for that. And a lot of these platforms do half hour. So this is going to become a thing. I remember when stand-up was never If you were headlining, you did 20 minutes. Usually you did 10 or 15. And then with the one-person shows, it became like an hour and a half. And then we—you're still there, right? My phone's beeping. So. No, no, it was—it was, it was funny. I—we—we we, get the—we—we we get the beep. It, it sounded like you said an expletive. So it's—it's it's, it's kind of funny. I just sounded like I was <laughs> I beeping my own phone. Well, you know those darn freaking festivals. <laughs> <laughs> we went to festivals, and I was doing an hour and a half show in New York, and, they, and then I did the Rochester uh, Fringe Festival. And the Fringe Festival says, "Well, seventy-five minutes." Yeah. So then you start adapting to that, and then they call me and go, "It's great." put the whole thing online we can do paper it you you're limited you can only seat 200 people say in the cabaret or 150 in the club but wait there's no limit to the number of people who can come to this it's the internet oh wow that's great i said oh but wait you're doing a half an hour i'm doing half an hour what do you mean i'm doing that well you're doing a half an hour because it's another format and so it's this constant changing and readapting as a performer and readapting your material to these new scenarios and this one is really crazy but we're doing it. And the first time I did it, I didn't know how the heck it was going to work. I was terrified. And it was fabulous. People loved it. I couldn't believe the response. And I thought, okay, well, apparently we can make this thing work. And so we started incorporating more sight gags and things, making it interesting. And so now it's at the point where it's like I had to reach out to someone and say, do you know how this thing works? Now people are calling me going, do you know how this thing works? <laughs> I don't um, and I'm helping friends. I've helped friends get, like, you know, lighting and stuff. So when you're doing your online thing, you need the lighting. Or, and it's crazy. I'm encouraging other people. It's like, I have a friend who's a singer. She wasn't able to go to the clubs and the cabarets. I, I got her, like, a little lighting set up. And she's like, oh, and I send her instructions. She's like, well, if I put the shower curtain here, <laughs> she's now got an online cabaret series. She's singing three nights a week. Yeah. So it can be done. It's just a new world we're in. It's a very new world we're in. Allison Arngram, one of the pioneers of the new world we uh, we are in right now. Allison getting ready to direct Rich Little in his very first virtual concert performance, Rich Little, virtually speaking, which will stream live Thursday, October 15th, beginning at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. It's a tight half an hour, roughly half an hour, maybe might go 40 minutes. Thursday, October 15th, beginning at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Tickets, $15. Order them through stageit.com, stageit.com, stageit.com. Look up Rich Little. Now, you mentioned, okay, you mentioned Twice Upon a Song which is the movie that you recently, uh, you, you were recently in Utah about a week or so ago filming. So I, I, I would imagine, now filming under the new new normal, right? Exactly. What happened was everything shut down, and so I thought, well, I'll be doing comedy, I'll be doing online stuff, but oh my gosh, I won't be filming. And you know, my agent was just beside herself, and they weren't going to be doing TV or film. And then they said, okay, we think we can go back. We're creating these protocols. 
and there were a couple seminars online with the Television Academy, the Screen Actors Guild, where producers and directors talked about how they were starting to go back into production and what they were doing and how it was working. And so I said, well, this is pretty good. Maybe we can do this. And I got a call from this producer, Savannah Osler. She had made a film called uh, Twice the Dream, very, very positive, lovely, uplifting family film. Two young girls trying to make it in the music industry, not sacrifice their principles. It's a really great movie. And she talked about how hard it was. She did it totally independent, did it herself, got it made, got it produced, got it in theaters, overcame all these obstacles to make the movie. So then she says, well, now I'm, you know, I did that. That was really difficult to be easy. Now I'll make it the sequel. And there's an evil band manager. And she says, well, got to come play this. I'm like, oh, I'm so there. Well, then the pandemic hits. I said, what are you going to do? She goes, I don't know. Then she calls me back and says, well, we're doing the protocols. We're going to do it. You want to come to Utah? We can, you can drive out. You can fly out. We'll figure it out. What do you want to do? I said, okay. And we checked. And, you know, Delta Airlines, very good. Fly out. And nobody's next to you in the plane. You have your mask. So she said, okay. They sent me a kit. And then, you know, spit in the tube. I was tested before I left. I was tested when I arrived. I was tested again a couple days later. Everyone had their temperature taken several times a day. We all had masks. The makeup and hair people was like going to the dentist office. They were all gloved up, masked up. And there was distancing. The crew was there. And there were only this many crew people and this many actors at a time. We did a lot outdoors. Uh, lunchtime was outdoors on the lawn with your box lunch. The the big concert scene with extras, well, we're only having a couple extras, and they're tested mass, and they stand here, and then, okay, mass off action, and we're going to have to CGI it if there's yeah. a crowd at the concert, because that's not happening. Yep. Um, so they just kept moving stuff around and changing. I said, okay, here's what... The first day or so, I felt like I was, you know, making a movie underwater. <laughs> Very peculiar. <laughs> in a submarine. And, you, you know, you get used to anything. You start to get used to it, and then the sense of security is like, well, wait, everyone here has been tested. There's no extraneous people. There's no crew we yeah. need. There's no visitors and hanger-on people on the set, which means you get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, this is kind of good. This, we might make it through this. And, you know, we, ma- we made a movie, and nobody got sick. It was fantastic. And I thought, okay, it's doable. It requires a lot of effort. There's some expense involved. Mm-hmm. And producers now have to pay for testing. They have to have a COVID coordinator, someone in charge of running around taking everyone's temperature. They use the little gun now. It's hilarious. You're, you're sitting there having lunch, and someone runs up to you and goes, excuse me, and points <laughs> the thing in your head. Hey, you're good. And, <laughs> and this goes on all day. And you're yeah. like, okay, and everybody's wiping everything down and sanitizing. And, you know, you don't have the evening out with the crew and the cast right. after the shoot. You don't hit the bar. You go back to your hotel room and go, well, what's on Netflix? Uh, <laughs> you know, but by God, we did it. And, you know, I was exhausted by the end of the day anyway because we shot. I thought we'd be behind or take longer. No, no, you're banging that thing out. Multiple scenes a day, 14 pages. So I was really impressed. It can be done. It requires some effort. You have to learn the protocols. You have to be willing to hunker down and do them. Mm -hmm. But it can be done. And slowly but surely, inch by inch, various movies and TV shows are going into production. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's good. And and the thing is, and then all these artists, of course, are creating art at home now. People Mm -hmm. are doing theater. And then people are doing some free stuff. You know, you've got... Uh, Patrick Stewart's reading a sauna today. Sir Anthony Hopkins is on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm reading stories. So you have some of the lovely free content. But there's paid content. There's pl- places where actors are making money. Yeah. And Cameo and Coach the World and Stage and these things where they're saying, okay, buy a ticket. And, we're de- and it can be done. And the thing is, we do need it. Some people want to wait it out. At a time like this, we need art and entertainment. You know, during the Great Depression in the 1930s was a heyday 
for the movie industry, for vaudeville stage and everything, because people were desperate to be entertained and to laugh and to connect with other people. And we're having that now. We're, we're, we're in an economic depression. We're in the middle of a pandemic. People are going through the worst time of their lives. This is when they want to see their favorite stars who they know and love and were comforted by as children. They want to see them again, and they want to talk to them, and they want to be entertained, and they want to be taken away from it all and laugh. So now it's actually more than ever it's important for artists to get out there and do stuff. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415 415- 886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com Front Porch Realty Group They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash tv confidential be part of our conversation if you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of tv confidential we'd love to hear from you you can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tv confidential x.com forward slash tv confidential or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.